one who is greater than his mother, let's equal with his father. The one who is our porter, the one who is our redeemer, the one who is our counselor, the one who is the name of the Lord, who taketh away the sins of the world. His name is Michael, his name is Messiah, his name is Jesus. I greet you in that name, hallelujah. I, 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 I'm, I'm not a visitor when I'm here. I believe I'm at home, Brother Mo. Uh, today, I want us to consider one of the interesting chapters in the book, the book of John chapter 9. Let us consider the book of John chapter 9. I am going to read from verses 1 from the book of John chapter 9. I, I am going to read in your hearing. Verses 1 reads as thus. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. Verses 2, and his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Verses 3, Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. May the good Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. According to the writing of John chapter 9, the Bible says Jesus was walking with his disciples. But it is only Jesus who saw the blind man. And when Jesus had seen the blind man, he then introduced the blind man to his disciples. When Jesus had introduced the blind man to his disciples, then the disciples Instead of asking the blind man about his status, but they asked the wrong man. Jesus is not the one who is blind. The one who is blind is the blind boy. But now, the disciples, they are supposed to go to the blind man and say to him, why are you born blind? But they are going to the next person and say, my Jesus, why is it that that boy was born blind. I have lived to see in churches when the other brother has been found in error or when the other brother has sinned. People, they don't go to a sinner and say, brother, I have heard about your status. No. They go to the next brother and they say, I have heard about him that he is a sinner. Why is he a sinner? The question is, why are you not asking him about his status? Why are you asking the next person about the status of the other brother? Even in a church board, people will gather together and the other sister will, or the other brother say, you know what, um, uh, I have heard about so and so that he is a sinner. And if the elder asks you a question, did you consult the brother about the same thing? He says, no, I just hate the Romans. <laughs> the churches have been destroyed by people who are bringing the news about other people without consulting them. So in terms the passages, and the Bible says, Jesus in verse 2, he responds to them in verse 3, he says, this man was not born blind because of his parents' sins, but he was born blind because it is the it is the agenda of God so that God may be glorified. Sometimes you may be admitted in hospital 
and be in pain and get sick, not because we have done anything wrong to God, not because we have sinned, but because God wants to be glorified through your status, through your painful situation. God wants His name to be glorified. Sometimes you may lose your loved one, and when you have lost your loved one, and then some people will come to you and say, but what is it? What happened to you? Why is it that every time, every year, someone has to die in your family? Have you done something wrong to God? Sometimes bad things happen in our lives, not because we have sinned to God, but because God is expecting you to smile in the storm. So when you smile in the storm, then your neighbors who don't know your God, they will then come to you and say, why is it that you are smiling, yet you have lost your loved one. Then you will tell them that it is because I have got this God who comforts my heart. And everyone will come to know that there is a God who heals. There is a God who comforts. There is a God who is a, is a God who can do things. They can only come to know God through you when you are in a situation which is not good for you. The Bible records as it got down in verses, in, verses, in verses 5, the Bible says, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Verse 6, When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and he made the clay of the spirit and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. Ah! Then the Bible says, When Jesus was done addressing his disciples, you know, sometimes, if, if ever, Jesus did not meet a blind man, he was not going to preach a sermon that he is the light of the world. So he managed to preach to his disciples because of the status of the blind man. Sometimes a sermon can be preached in your family because someone has died and someone may receive Jesus because of someone who has died and someone comes to preach in your family and someone received Jesus because of the situation that you find yourself in. So Jesus preached that he is right of the world, telling disciples, yet, yet it was not the disciples who were blind. It was a blind man who was blind. But because of the blind man, Jesus had to preach to the disciples. Then the Bible says in verse 6, Jesus then spat on the ground and then he, then he made the clay. You know what? I, I've seen in the Bible at some point Jesus would just speak with his word. He may say, may your eyes be open. And your eyes, that's what? Open automatically. Sometimes he would just touch your eyes and your eyes, that's what? They open. But at this particular time, Jesus is not even touching the dead man, but the Bible says he spat on the ground. And then he used that saber so that he may heal the blind man. Let me submit this to you. That sometimes Jesus may use a disgusting method so that he may save you. You must not ask Jesus. Why are you using such a disgusting method? It is not your business, but your business is to receive salvation from Jesus. Yeah. Then the Bible says, when Jesus, you know what? You know what? Let me submit this to you before I go. Before I go on, you know what? If ever you were to close your eyes, you can see that it is dark. I, I, am I right? 
When you close your eyes, it is what? It is dark. But now, when you close your eyes, and then you put your hand on your eyes, it becomes completely dark. That is simply means, when you just close your eyes, there is a bit of some light, a little bit of some light, though you may not see, but there is a little bit of some light. But once you close, you put your hand on your eyes, then it becomes completely dark, of which you cannot completely see at all. So now, this blind man, as, as he was blind, Jesus also takes some mud. Do you know what a mud is? A mud is something very thick. Jesus uses that mud. He then, he then applies it on the eyes of a blind man. So that the blind man may completely be blind. Ah! So sometimes Jesus may close your eyes so that you completely be blind. But his purpose is that when he opens your eyes, then you will completely see. Allow me to submit this to you. That if ever Jesus does not close your fleshly eyes and he comes in your life and opens your, your, your spiritual eyes, then you may not be able to distinguish between what is right and what is wrong because you have got both eyes, the fleshly eyes and the spiritual eyes. So Jesus has to come to your life and he must make your fleshly eyes blind so that when he opens your spiritual eyes, then you will be able to see clearly the things of God. Some of us, we are not able to do the will of God simply because Jesus has not yet closed our fleshly eyes. So the fact that we can still see the fleshly things, that is why we have got interest in the things of the flesh, in the things of the world. It is because our fleshly eyes are still open. How I pray that our Jesus may come into our lives and close our fleshly eyes so that when he opens our spiritual eyes, we may be able to see the things of God only and not to see the fleshly things that will lead us to be destroyed for eternity. Allow me to look at verses number Verses number seven. And he said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpolation, sent. He went his way, therefore, and he washed, and he came seeing. May the good Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Now, let, 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 allow me to think with the church. The Bible says the verse seven, the blind man. Then he was sent by Jesus to go to the well so that he may wash himself by the way. If I was the blind man, I was going to say to Jesus, but the master, come to your senses, man, come on. I was born blind. I have never been at the well. I do not know where the well is. Neither do I know the direction that takes me to the well. But now, Master, you are sending me to the world which I don't even know. How will I get there? But the blind man, because he, he is not like myself, because of his faith, he just says to Jesus, at his command, I will walk the way. Let me submit this to you, that if ever you do not know the way to God, but when God has said, come, don't ask, come where God, no. You must just do what God commands you to do, because his word is the way. 
If you are to ask me a question, where are you going to? Where are you heading to in life? I will say to you, my destination is in heaven. I am walking towards heaven. And if you are to ask me a question, how will you get to heaven? Because you have never been there. How will you get there? I will submit this to you. That in my God, in John chapter 14, he says he is going to prepare a place for me so that where he is, I may be. Because of his command, I know the way. Because he has said it, I know there is heaven. I am walking towards heaven because of his promises. Whatsoever my God commands, I will do it because his command is the way. If you were to ask me a question, what if you die? Will you resurrect? I will certainly say to you, when I die, I shall be resurrected. If you ask me why, have you ever died and resurrected? I will say no. But according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54, Jesus has said to me, all those who shall die in the Lord, they shall be resurrected. And that is why I am certain that though I may die, I shall be resurrected. Because at his command, I shall follow whatsoever that my master promises me, he shall do it. That is why the blind man, when he was commanded by Jesus, he did not ask him any questions, but he did according to the word of the master. The Bible says, the Bible says in John chapter 9, it says, then when the, the Pharisees heard that the blind man was, had now received his sight, then they went to him and they asked the blind man, why is it that now you can see? Allow me to submit this to you. That there are some other people who will never visit you. Who will never, who will never call you. Who will never WhatsApp you. And uh, while you are still suffering without having a job, they will never come to you. But the day you find a job, they will then come to you and ask you, how did you get a job? There are other people who are enjoying to see you struggling in life. There are people who are enjoying to see you to see you suffering in life because when you are suffering, they have got something to talk about. So the Pharisees they were enjoying to see the blind man seated outside Jerusalem so that they may talk about him. When he had received sight, they were angry at him. That's why now you can see like other people. There are people who don't want you to be like them. They enjoy to see you in a state that is a misery so that they may have something to talk about you. The Bible says that they went to the parents and the parents said, no, 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 no. The boy is of age. He can speak for himself. Now let me just submit this to you. That if ever the parents admitted that it is Jesus of Nazareth who healed, the, who healed their child, they were going to be made an outcast in Jerusalem. Sometimes to testify about Jesus, to speak the truth, can make you to be an outcast in Jerusalem. So they don't want, there are, some, there are other people 
want to protect their dignity, want to protect their, their status, and they die with the truth. They don't tell the truth because they are afraid that they will be made an outcast in Jerusalem. That is, Paul says, no, 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 let him go, let, let him speak for himself because he is grown. They preferred that the boy let him alone be an outcast, but let us remain in Jerusalem. The Bible then says in the book of John, it says, the boy, the boy said to the Pharisees, what I know is that I was blind, but now I see. Sometimes when, when Jesus has come to your life, when Jesus has changed you, when Jesus has transformed you, some other people, they will ask you, why are you now an Adventist from Norway? Telling them that I don't know what happened, but what I know is that I was a sinner, but now I am saved. Tell them I was blind, but now I see. I don't know what happened, but what I know is that I met Jesus of Nazareth and he changed my life. Allow me to submit this to you. And the Bible says, then the boy said to the Pharisees, said to them, what I know is that no man who is not of God, who can do such a miracle except a man from God. Then they said to him, who are you to preach to us today? There are other people, because of your previous status, they won't allow you to tell them anything. Oh, you are telling them about the, the serving Jesus, but because it is you telling them, they will never listen to you. Then the Bible says, when he had just said those words, they then took him and they cast him outside of the city of Jerusalem. He became an outcast. If you consider, if you consider a verses, verses, verses 34, 35, you will discover that when he was made an outcast, then Jesus heard that the boy has been chased out of Jerusalem. Then Jesus came to attend to the boy. He said to him, Hey young boy, hey young boy, do you know who I am? The boy says, No, I'm not sure. Who are you? You tell me. The boy, Jesus says to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? The boy says, if I were to see him, I would believe in him. And Jesus says to him, let me submit this to you before I go on. When the blind boy was healed by Jesus, he admitted that Jesus was the son of God. But when he met with Jesus, he could not recognize that it was Jesus. Yet he was the one who was teaching the Pharisees that if that man was not from God, he would have not done this. He was a righteous preacher, but he did not understand the man he was preaching about. You can come to church and sing about Jesus that you don't even know. You can come to church and preach about Jesus that you don't even understand. You can come to church and you teach about Jesus that you don't even understand who Jesus is. The Bible doesn't allow me to submit this to you. That Jesus can come to you and bless you with the things, yet you remain in your sins. Because, because if you go down, if you go down to verse 36, the Bible then says, Jesus then said to him, if you believe in me, your sins are forgiven. So when the blind boy was healed, when he received his sight, on that day, he received his sight 
but he remained in his sins. There are some people who conclude when they see you having a house, when they see you having a car, they then conclude that Jesus Christ has saved you. But you can be blessed by God, yet you are not saved by God. But the blind man received the sight from God, but he remained in his sins until when he was an outcast. And I'm going to submit this to you, that in one day you may be made an outcast. When you have been made an outcast, that's when Jesus shall visit you.